Your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the program. Talk about it with your family. Tonight, we are going back to 1989. What were you doing in 1989, Mike? Well, I let's see. 1989, I was failing gym class in the fourth grade. You failed gym class? Wow. Yeah, I wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you... I know a lot of people are like, I didn't know you could pour a fail fourth grade gym. I, I fell off a I, balance beam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was... Uh, Oh, that was the year that I moved to a, I changed schools and followed one of my friends to his home homeschool because he had been in a terrible car accident. And uh, a lot of people were talking about, you know, he was not, he was going to need a lot of therapy. And so two, two kids from our thir third grade class followed him to this other school, to, to this fourth grade class. And well, then he, then I got re reconnected with him on on Facebook and found that he turned into a horrible MAGA. So, uh, oh no, yeah, <laughs> no good deed goes that, unpunished. Yeah, yeah, I guess that car hit him worse, worse than I thought he had. But oh snap! Oh, <laughs> uh, but but um, the we, this uh, this thing we're viewing tonight was from 1989, but it deals with something that's much earlier than 1989. How much earlier would you say? I would say uh, about what five hundred years, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that's it's not actually more like more like a thousand years, I'd say, because this it? was from because uh, it because with the end of the special, we're told that this era ended in ten sixty six. So oh, yeah, I guess um, the Middle Ages were a long time ago, weren't they? Yes, this was before the Middle Ages. This was like the early morning ages. Oh wow. Like the, the late Man. morning ages, yeah. <laughs> I obviously don't know a lot about history. Don't know. What's your job again? <laughs> I'm a his historical interpreter for a state park. Also, a history, his, which I got because I was a history major. So I technically have a history degree. However, I'm not on the clock. So as soon as I punch out, I, I forget everything about history. <sighs> I'm not going to tell you any history unless I'm getting paid for it. Okay. Uh, but, oh, anyway, tonight we're going to talk about Hagar the Horrible. Which, That's right. I don't know about you, but I feel, I think of Hagar as sort of in the, in the upper tiers of the bad comic strips. Yeah, Hagar is a comic strip that it's mostly unobjectionable. I, I wouldn't say it's good. But I think it's it's one of those things that's that the art is pleasing enough and the concept is high enough that if you're a kid reading the paper, you kind of click with it. You know, you, you kind of like it, even though there's nothing there. Think of a think of the comics page as a bowl of cereal. 
So you've got Garfield, Bloom County, Calvin and Hobbes, Farside. Those are marshmallows. Mm. Whereas you've got, say, BC, uh, Hagar the Horrible, Beetle Bailey, uh, maybe. Those are cereal pieces. And then you've got things like in, in, in the bleachers and overboard and crock. Those are raisins. <laughs> this is not a raisin. This is a cereal piece. Yeah. It's, it's not what you bought the cereal for, but it is, you would, it would feel very incomplete without it. Yeah. So Hagar, the comic strip, um, what, what do we know about the comic strip? Hagar, the horrible. Well, I would say that this special is significantly, closer to the Hagar strip than a lot of things, a lot of the things that we've ended up watching on this uh, program. We, Hagar the Horrible is basically a, you know, it's, it's just, it's just Viking Flintstones, really. Mm, it's, yeah. Yeah. Hagar is a big, dumb, fat family man with a wife, two kids, a dog and a duck. And the only, the real, the only difference between him and, you know, a typical office drone guy in a sitcom is that he goes off for three months at a time uh, to sack England and uh, and loot, which I'm not really sure is what uh, the Vikings did, but... Mm. Yeah, it is funny because, um, so Dick Brown, Dick Browning? Yeah, Dick Brown. Dick yeah. Brown, thank you. Um, we learned from uh, the Fantastic Funnies, which we recently watched, a little about, hey, he talked about Hagar's origins, how Hagar... He's, it doesn't matter that he's a Viking. It's just a funny thing for him to be. But the situations are all basic situations that you yourself would be familiar with. Like, you know, going to the office, arguing with your wife, uh, playing golf with your doctor. You know, things like that. <laughs> Normal things that you do. Um, and Dick Brown, and it is interesting because uh, Dick Brown obviously knew two facts about Vikings. Uh, one of which I believe has been debunked. And those two facts are that they like to pillage and that they've got helmets with horns on them. And other than that, there's really nothing Viking-esque about Hagar the Horrible or his world. No, it's, I mean, it's, I, they do sail in ships with, uh, with uh, teams of rowers that have uh, li like, like long ship uh, figureheads and so forth. Mm. And I think, I, does this one deal with the Huns too? No. Uh, oh, you mean the comic strip? Yeah. You know, I for some reason I feel like he has fought the Huns. I I know the Huns are a big thing in Wizard of Id. Yeah, and oh, in Broomhilda. Why do the Huns keep coming up in these things? Well, again, I feel like these cartoonists are like they they didn't bother doing any research, so they're like, who would be who would a medieval city be fighting? Probably the Huns, right? Because keep in mind, in Wizard of Id, when they show the Huns, they wear Viking helmets. Ah, uh, may, oh, maybe Hagar is a Hun. I don't know. Well, Hagar the Hun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should start a comic strip about Huns. Well, you know, it does seem... What do we know about the Huns? What, um, what information do we actually... What facts about the Huns could we incorporate into this comic strip? They, uh, they are often... Ref the Nazis were often referred to as Huns. Right. And their, right. their leader was Attila. And... The Nazis' leader was Attila? Uh, no, the, the Huns' leader was Attila the Hun. Right. Yes. 
which I'm pretty sure Jabba the Hutt is a pun on. But... Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't think of that. Wait, so the okay, so we know they sacked Rome, right? I believe, or they tried. I believe they sacked Rome. Yeah, they were involved in that. I believe like the Visigoths were involved too. Like yeah. a whole bunch of different Goths were involved. Um, yeah, that's what you call a Goth who wears bright colors. A Visigoth. Well, yeah, they kind of visible. <laughs> <laughs> There's there are like what well, eight different kinds of Goths were involved. I think there were also the yes. Ostrogoths, the. Uh, the um <laughs> probably some other ones i think you the know. normans were involved yeah. the lolly the lolly goths were there <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the normans um uh, the vandals of vandals. course yes the vandals and um i don't know a whole bunch of different kinds of barbarians but anyway the huns i think wait were did they actually attack rome or were they after that cuz for some reason i remember the I remember my my I do remember from the video game Time Quest that they had Attila the Hun arguing with one of the popes. So I feel like maybe they were the Huns were post Rome. Maybe, maybe uh, pope. Po but a pope, pope would be pope? in Rome. So I mean, like it's still be Rome, even if the like the Romans weren't there. Oh, uh, yeah, I, pro I, probably. I mean. That means, but I think of the Huns as being a German thing, and that's all the way down to Italy, so... I thought the uh, Huns were from Hungary, Hungary, that area. Yeah, huh, well, maybe that's why we call the called uh, the Nazis the Huns, was because Germany and Italy uh, together again. There but, you go. The, getting the band back together again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, so we've established that the sole thing we know about Huns is they sack something. And that they leader something, yes. And their, their leader is Attila. So I think we've got more than enough info to make a, a comic strip about the Huns. Um, yeah. So it's about Attila, and he goes around carrying a big sack so he can sack things. Right. That's his job. He's like a dog catcher. There, yeah, there you go. And he's he's going around with a great big like butterfly net to catch you know Romans and stuff. He's all he's always catching popes and bringing them home. You know, I love this idea. Oh yeah, and he has a and he has a son that he that like uh, mounts popes on pins. He has a collection of popes. Oh, there you go. I also think it's funny that like, as a kid, I was always confusing Attila the Hun with Genghis Khan. They are kind of similar, I think. I kept trying to think of something about Attila the Hun, and I was coming up with stuff about Genghis Khan. Yeah, because like, I always he likes thought Twinkies. I, uh. <laughs> I thought that, like, because yeah, I always thought like, oh yeah, the Huns—they were from Mongolia, right? But I don't think they were. Um, no. Now, now Genghis Khan—you could do a comic strip on him because, of course, he—you have to incorporate the rock and son of Genghis Khan from the uh, disco song by the band oh, Moscow. Oh, Genghis Khan, yeah, yes, a classic. Because um, because he would be going around sacking stuff, but always going ho 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 ha, you know, <laughs> doing that weird leg kicking dance that uh, you'll probably throw your back out if you try. Exactly. Um, I actually looked that up once and I believe it's actually called the leg kicking dance. <laughs> I, I don't think there's actually an English name for it other than that, which is kind of amusing. Um, but I like how this entire thing for the last 10 minutes is us just basically saying like, yeah, we don't know anything about anything we're talking about. <laughs> we're just wildly that's, that's... speculating. We live in an age where all information is at our fingertips. We literally could be looking up the actual facts right now. And yet, instead, we just wallow in our ignorance. 
Well, I mean, who wants to listen to a podcast about people looking stuff up on Wikipedia? Yeah, that's true. That's that's very true. Um, this is it's more fun to just invent something on the fly. Yeah. Uh, so now, now we we figured out that like Genghis Khan is not Attila the Hun. They are different yes. people. So, um, what else? Okay. Why were we talking at the Huns? Oh, Hagar fights them. Possibly. Yes. Maybe we don't even know that he fights the Huns. <laughs> We most now. I know that he likes going to England and fighting people in castles. He does that a yes, lot. A who lot. Are, a lot. Now, lot. who are his family? We've got his wife is Helga, right? His wife is Helga. She's fat and she's and she's kind of uh, pushy. And uh, his daughter is Honey, and she's I guess of marriageable age. I've she's, and yeah, I guess so. She's sixteen, but they they actually kind of hang a hat. Hang a lampshade on that, so to speak, in this special. That is and... also a, re- a running gag in the comic strip. I remember that mm. she's she's sixteen and still not married. <laughs> what's what's the son's name? I forget. Uh, Hamlet. Also, Hamlet. Okay, yeah. Uh, all their names start with an H. And yes, and Hamlet is kind of is so uh, he's he's almost like our uh, our. Uh, interactive fiction boy from the gamer mm. family and that he's the and that he's kind of the brains of the family yeah if you I could mean, say I if mean, you he could, is just a little boy but if you could say he had any personality you would say he's like the brains he's yes he's literate he likes reading books which is uh brings considerable consternation to hagar who is you know an uncultured viking and doesn't cotton to that sort of thing Yes. And again, yeah, these are you said that like the special does hew very closely to the comic strip, and these are all things that appear in the comic strip and also in the special. Yes. Um, and they're all based on things that we know are no that we now know no longer we no longer hold to be true about the Vikings. You read out them on Vikings and they'll say, Oh yes, they uh, they bathed because they found the uh, English to smell so bad and they wore perfume and blah 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 blah. Yeah, I believe they were literate. They did have lots of sagas, you know. Oh boy, they they probably just read runes rather than yep. you know words. But um, uh, does and not the kind you have to hold up to the moon to read. Just the no, regular no. kind. No, no, just regular kind. Um, so uh, let's see. Is there anything we should say about uh, else about the comic strip Hagar or? Uh, well, I mean, there's. It's not like. Has Hagar ever had a continuing storyline? Not to my knowledge. I do not believe it ever has. It's basically, it's it is, what? Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, there are very. It's from that era when I don't think any comics had continuing storylines, except for Peanuts that seemed to have them. But yeah, only Peanuts did. But eventually, all of these serial piece comics, I, as I've coined, they are. Eventually, they all had something to that effect. I mean, BC had the big journey where BC goes to the new world and discovers that it's actually the future instead of the past, maybe. And uh, Beetle Bailey, I remember seeing there was a very long Beetle strip where they were all, all going home for Christmas and Sarge had nowhere to go. So we went home with Beetle. And Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Poor Sarge. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like... I like Sarge. I think I like him better than Hagar. But uh, yeah, there's. Yeah. But Hagar, you would think that just existing in this medieval world, I think he sometimes fights dragons and krakens and stuff. 
You'd think you know, that there would be more to it than that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I do believe he occasionally will fight like a dragon or something, or they'll appear. And it is funny because we were talking about how uh, Dick Brown, like you know, did like no research into Vikings, which is interesting <laughs> because. You would think that, like, oh, if you're going to do a comic strip for, like, you know, 80-plus years, you might get a little bored and think, like, yeah, maybe I'll look up what Vikings did just for the hell of it and see if there's anything interesting I could incorporate into my comic. Because I was thinking if you did not, like – I don't expect, like, textbook accuracy from a, from a comic strip. Yeah. But if you did a little bit of research, I think it would give a lot – there's a lot of potential for gags that are missed. And it puts me in mind of – if you think about like Asterix, you know, the Asterix oh, comics. Oh, yeah. Which, Damn, Asterix really is kind of Hagar done right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's like you read Asterix and it's not like you're getting a history lesson, but there's enough there that they can kind of riff on actual historical events and practices. Like when, you know, Julius Caesar and um, Cleopatra show up or else they're doing, you know, chariot races or I don't know, you, building men here's or whatever they do. I don't know what else. Yeah, you don't have to like specifically state, okay, Hagar the Horrible does take, does in fact take place in the year 966 or anything like that. So you, you just have to uh, give us a, a little bit of wiggle room so you can work historical events into it. But I mean, it, that's not what it's about. It's about office gas. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't want to be unfair to Dick Brown because I feel like, well, that's his bread and butter. That's what people want. So, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, when you're doing a, a comic strip, it's not like the editor is going to be over your, for every single comic and being like, look, you need to put more office gags in it. So occasionally you can branch out, you know, um, I don't know. It's it, Hagar is extremely like i said he's extremely unobjectionable there's nothing wrong with hagar i mean yeah. i think i i think occasionally maybe you might get a chuckle out of him i i don't really think he's i don't think i i cannot recall a single you know joke that i've ever seen in hagar um but maybe <laughs> there have been some good ones over the years i can remember one and i think i've already cited it on this uh this one where on our podcast where hamlet's got a cat with him and he asks Hagar, uh, what's this? Hey, Dad, what's the humming noise inside this cat? And Hagar says, that's the sound of its body manufacturing cuteness, son. <laughs> that's actually that's actually pretty good for Hagar. Yeah. Um, that's from the, the Golden Age of Hagar. <laughs> the Golden Age of Hagar once in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I, I will also mention there are two other characters in Hagar, the, the oh, horrible. Yeah. And one of them actually appears in the, the special. Uh, that's Lucky Eddie, who is Hagar's second in command. And Lucky Eddie, of course, being a traditional Viking name. Um, yeah. his, uh, his his deal is that he's basically like the dumb guy that hangs out with Hagar. You know? like Hagar and Lucky Eddie have a very Garfield and Odie aesthetic. They do. They Actually, you're, you're right. They do. Lucky Eddie looks almost exactly like Odie, if you think about it. He's got... <laughs> Kind of that same, like, chinless, gawky look to him with the big eyes and everything. Yeah. And he wears a, a Viking helmet with a single horn, which makes him look like he's wearing the Tin Woodsman's funnel. Oh, I always thought that was a funnel. It probably is. I'm just sorry. I, I speculated there. Dick, Dick Brown was like, okay, look, we can't give Lucky Eddie the same hat as Hagar. People get confused. He needs a new hat. 
Did Vikings have other hats? Yeah, no, just put a funnel on his head. There you go. It's good. <laughs> I would have gone with a plunger, but that's good too. But... Yeah. Loki Eddie is the sort of character that I think like when you're a little kid reading Hagar, you kind of connect, you, you think, oh, he's the funny one. I like him. But uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't really do much other than like, yeah, get like kicked around like Odie does. And yeah. And the, the other character that occasionally appears in Hagar, who did not appear in the special, is Dr. Zook, who is Hagar. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. all about him. Yeah. And he is, he's interesting because he's a guy who wears like a robe with a hood. You occasionally, I think you see his nose poking out. Yeah. He, he's just a nose. Yeah. So he looks like a druid. And I think he, I, I'm sure that's the intention. And he's got like a hut with like, you know, a skull and stuff like that. And Hagar goes to him and says, like, it hurts when I do this. And Dr. Duke says, well, don't do that. So, you know, doctor's office gags. Yes. Um, but he's not in the special. And I think uh, I don't know if there are any other recurring characters in, in the Hagar comic strip. Um, I know that their their figurehead reacts to things, but I wouldn't call it a character. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, actually, um, what about loot? Yeah, I was just wondering that. I know Honey does have a boyfriend. I don't know if it's the same characters in the special or if it's the same boyfriend char- uh, strip to strip. I I think it's loot. I think loot is the right is a regular. Okay, so so loot is also, um, and loot is uh, he's basically like a kind of a minstrel, like a traveling bard type yes. guy. Uh-huh. And Hagar doesn't like him because he's a big wimp. And Hagar is a manly Viking who, yes. you know, doesn't want his daughter. You know, it's it's the standard, like, someone dating my daughter? No, no, you know, those kind of jokes. De- well, Dad's the thing is, get- he does want someone to date his daughter, but uh, she doesn't want want the one that he chose for her. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so that's actually a big plot of the special. So I guess let's, should we get into the special? Yeah, the special starts with an introduction to Vikings. And the first thing I noticed about this one is that everyone who isn't directly from the comic looks like they're from the Smurfs. Oh, that's true. I mean, this was a Hanna-Barbera special, so um, I guess they were doing... In fact, actually, a lot of the voices sounded like they came from the Smurfs as well. Yes. I definitely heard that in Hamlet and I think in Loot, but... And some... And, oh yeah, there's a bunch of uh, random Vikings that have voices like you know, Frank Welker's generic mean guy voice. Hey, Hagar, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of that going on in this. Um, but the plot is, so Hagar has, um, oh wait, so um, our introduction to the Vikings, it's it's one of those where they show you a book and the narrator is talking about it. Yeah, a, like a really old Disney movie. Yeah. And they're like, oh, back in the old days. In the stone. Yeah, like that sort of thing. And they have like a bunch of gags about like, back in the old days, and they show a picture of a dinosaur. Not that old! And it's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's... Oh yeah, the first thing it shows is a Concord taking off. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Especially because Concords have all been decommissioned. So that's the old days now too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true, true. Um, it is funny because all the things they show from the old days are things that a, that a child would think are history in the sense that when I was a kid, my understanding of history was dinosaurs, uh, ancient megafauna, Egypt, Rome, Middle Ages, uh, colonial dudes today. Like, that's yep. how I thought of history. And and they basically do that in this. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's what's for a, kids. What's a samurai? Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Those are made up. They're like uh, in Japanese cartoons. They're not real. <laughs> um, but um, so so I guess like the plot is that Hagar has returned from a business trip, a two year business trip, sacking England, which he yes. does. And he finds when he, he re- when he returns, he is horrified to find out that his son is a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> it's not a comedy. <laughs> Okay, Simpsons reference out of the way for the day. (laughs) But that is basically what it is, because Hamlet is reading, and Hagar does not come to that. Also, uh, Honey, who is the daughter, is dating Lute, who is, as we've established, uh, a big weenie. So Hagar doesn't like that either. So Hagar is going to put things right. But before all this happens, we we actually get a look at at what Hagar is hoping to come home to, which is to his his son, like, having learned to wrestle bears or something and that honey is marrying Olaf. I think his name was. That's right. Yeah. The big smelly Viking. Yes. The biggest and smelliest Viking after Hagar. So yeah. Um, Which is, I guess we're lucky. She isn't hot for lucky Eddie, huh? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good point. That lucky would... Eddie is lucky she's not a... that's why he's called Lucky Eddie because <laughs> he's uh, Honey's type but she's not into him <laughs> man the um, um, yeah that, but yeah that is a recurring thing that like Vikings prize being like gross and smelly and all that stuff so um, I guess they're they're like trolls you know yeah I, I never really hear. I wonder if that's what Helga is into. We don't really hear what her, what she's interested in as far as a masculine ideal. Yeah. Oh, one second. Come in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love you. All right. All right. Bye. Um. Anyway, what was you saying? Oh. Uh. Okay. Honey and Hamlet and okay. Well, he was. He just had this really high hopes for uh, what would have happened in his family in the last two years while he was gone. And notice that canonically his family doesn't age. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) He is imagining them as he last saw them two years ago and they look exactly the same. So man, well, you know, that (sighs) clean living. Yeah. Also, I want to put in that, what really delighted me about this is that Hagar is voiced by Peter Cullen. Oh, who's remind me Peter Cullen? I know the name, but he he's Optimus Prime. Oh, of course. Well, no wonder that would delight you. Yes. And I he was also Monterey Jack on Rescue Rangers and a bunch of other things, but oh, I didn't I didn't know that. I did yes. think he sounded kind of familiar, so that makes yeah. sense. Um yeah, there, there are a lot of familiar voices in this, but none that I none that I could actually like tell you the actor. There are people that I've just heard in other cartoons. Yeah, I knew I knew Peter Cullen right off the bat, and I knew Frank Welker when because he's in all of these. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I could tell you. I think Honey and Helga are voiced by the same person. You know, I don't know who Honey is, but I very as soon as she started talking, I know that I've heard her in a million cartoons voicing like Valley Girls. Mm, you know, just like this mm. this actress did a lot of like like wow man, you know, like that sort of <laughs> role. Yeah, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, like I'm I was I was I don't not Janice, not the voice of Janice from the Muppets, but the same energy, you know. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so Hagar returns and it turns out things are not the way he wants them. So obviously, well, 
well, let's see. First, he things are kind of weird, right? He, so he, um, I believe he goes to complain to the Viking Academy. Yeah, the Viking Academy that he that he think. Well, first he thinks that the Viking Academy has really lost their way since they've taught his son to read, <laughs> but as it turns out, uh, his his son is following in the proud tradition of Lucky Eddie and has been kicked out of the Viking Academy. Yeah, and the Viking Academy uh, headmaster just says, well, he must be learning to read someplace else. Um, they never <laughs> establish where he's learning to read, so I guess he's just self-taught. Wow, smart kid. Good for him. Although, but, yeah. actually, I'm, I'm going to say something that kind of, might be kind of, maybe this will indicate it, because one of the few kind of historical gags in this is when Hagar is, I believe, on the way to the Viking Academy, he passes this long line of people. And it turns out they're all in line where there's like a monk writing things down with a quill. And it just says like, copy while you wait. Right. Oh, so it's like Hamlet is being taught by the monks. Hamlet is abandoning the old gods of Wotan and Thor and become Christian. Oh shit. Which, which <laughs> would be a, honestly, that would be a really great Hagar uh, plot line. Except of course they'd never touch that with a 10 foot pole. Little too spicy. Uh, yeah. Well, I know you. that reminds me. Odin is, in fact, to an extent, a character, because sometimes Hagar will actually have conversations with him. Oh, really? In the in the comic? In the or strip, in the... yeah. There's oh. definitely a strip that I was just reading. I was flipping through Comics Curmudgeon to see what Hagar had been up to lately. Surprise, it's the same as he's always been. <laughs> and uh, But there was definitely one where Hagar was shipwrecked and all of his men were scattered and... He's clinging to a rock and he says, Odin, why did you do this to me? And I don't remember the punchline. So Odin was just like, I don't know. I thought it'd be funny, I guess. <laughs> he was like, Odin, save me. And it, I, I just imagine when Hagar is having like conversations with Odin, it's going to be jokes like, oh, like, Odin, why can't I ever win the lottery? And Odin will be like, Hagar, you have to buy a ticket. <laughs> Like, you know, that kind of gag. Yes. Basically, like, the old style, like, the uh, the rabbi talking to God type joke format. <laughs> was, the, was the contract not clearly delineated, Odin? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, oh, let's see. So, what? So, yeah. So, um, what else is there about? Um, is there anything else about the Viking Academy? I can't remember now. I watched Not this like an hour much. ago. They, they go, yeah, they go in there and they're like, and they're like, and they're like, nope, your son doesn't belong here. And Lucky Eddie gets kicked out again. Yeah. And... Oh, actually, sorry. There was one. Not I wouldn't say funny joke, but mildly amusing thing when they show Hagar his uh, um, Hamlet's report card. And Hagar can't read. So he's like, what does it say? And the headmaster's like, I don't know either. I can't read. <laughs> it's like, at least the continuity is uh, accurate. Yeah. Have they gone to see Olaf yet at this point? No, Olaf was the next stop on it. So he, okay. he, they see Olaf after seeing the headmaster. Okay. And uh, Olaf is the guy that Hagar wants Honey to marry. And he's basically like, he's just a big dumb guy who you know smells yeah he's he's like hagar but less hairy and less fat and taller yeah so. i noticed actually now that you mention it very few of the vikings had beards in this 
Yeah, I guess that's to set them apart from Hagar. Yeah, he's the only he's the only Viking with a beard. My seems unlikely. You'd think he'd be like braiding it and stuff, but whatever. whatever. Yeah. We're not trying. We're not that, trying to go for historical accuracy here. That would require <laughs> Dick Browning to put eff extra effort into the uh, the drawing every day. Yeah, I was like, look, I draw this man with a dandelion for a head. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, if Hagar takes off his helmet, he looks just like Animal from the Muppet Show. Honestly, has he ever had taken his helmet off? You know, was he? He was wearing it in bed at the end of this, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. So okay, so <laughs> maybe it's not a helmet. Maybe it's grown into his head now. Oh my god! Oh well, you know, can't think about it. He's a man who put a helmet on his duck, so clearly he's yeah. he's very committed to the aesthetic. Yeah, disappointingly, Kvac is not in this one. Oh, that's right. That's the the duck, right? Yes. I, I don't remember if that's the duck's name or just what it says, but... Uh, we do see Snurf, the dog, though. Yeah, he's, he's he doesn't have a big role. No, but... he's just there, but... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Olaf is... They do the thing where he's like, Olaf, why doesn't Honey want marry you? And he's like, she said I was smelly and dumb. And Hagar's like, but that's good. And Olaf is like, no, she said it was bad. So, th that's the joke. Them's the jokes. That's um, the joke. <sighs> So, and yeah, I guess there. I guess the whole I don't know. I, is this what you'd call an end of history mentality where you have this idea that humans used to be terrible and now we're perfect? Yes. Yeah. Where there's just there's no place left to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ah. That That's kind of. Yeah. No, I mean, that is that is kind of the uh, the thing we get here where it's like thing things were different with Vikings. Now they're. Now they're better. Now they're correct. We yeah, are, they're correct. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, that's what we always see is, the, you know, vi cavemen, Vikings, Egyptians, Phoenicians, and they're all like trying to invent the TV, trying to invent the, the punch clock because, you know, because we are the platonic ideal of a society right here in 20th century America. Yeah, yeah. Which also is kind of speaking of, you do see a bit where uh, Hagar gives Hamlet like a square globe. Yeah, which is like, well, I don't think the um, I don't think the Vikings actually believed that the Earth was flat or square. I mean, they I they mean, had to sail around. They probably knew. Besides, they they actually cited Leif Erikson earlier. Oh, that's true. This it's true. So. Uh, I, I take back what I said about Dick Brown and only knowing two Viking facts. He clearly knew three. Yes. He knew that he knew that Leif Erikson was the most famous Viking. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he, he went, um, what's his face? Uh, sorry. Dick Brown was like, I'm going to go down to Solvang and do some historical research. <laughs> uh, he just got, he just got hammered at Bitto Denmark. <laughs> oh man. I've been there. Yeah, and came came home with one of those uh, one of those uh, elegantly cut paper uh, paper cards and smushed it in his wife's face. Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> I'm just gonna assume that Dick Brown is a hideous drunk like Hagar. He, he looks just like him. He does. That's pretty amazing. When we saw that thing, it was like Dick Brown is just like spitting image for Hagar. Yeah. But you know, I think it makes sense. Most cartoonists draw themselves. You know. Yeah. Uh, Charles Schultz didn't look that much like Charlie Brown, or mm. Jim Davis never looked that much like John, let alone Garfield. But well, yeah, that's true. But Scott Adams does look a lot like Dilbert. You're right, and of course, well, 
you know, and then I was like, well, the guys from Penny Arcade, wow, that's where this really breaks down, doesn't it? Yeah, they <laughs> definitely do. Yeah. When I saw them in real life, I was like, oh, it's the, it was weird because like, I didn't realize that those two giant babies from Nothing But Trouble made a comic strip together. Yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, hey, look, it's a couple of guys cosplaying as Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and either D-Boy or Mr. F. <laughs> yeah, the Penny Arcade guys, um, they, 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 they definitely decided, you know what, we're going to, we, we can look like anything in this, so yeah. might as well. Um, they behave but... themselves human personas. Yeah. <laughs> well, why not? Um, yeah. But anyway, so um, Hagar decides he he puts his foot down and uh, tells Hamlet, you're going to learn how to be a real Viking. And honey, you're not going to marry loot. You're going to marry a Viking. A Viking. Yeah. Not Olaf, but any Viking. Any Viking, which, you know, I I guess that's kind of reasonable for a Viking. I mean, it's Mm. not he's not limiting her that much. But, no. you know, I mean, it could be a lot worse, but still. I mean, you could be, you're not going to marry anyone except me. Yeah. <laughs> that would be doing doing uh, the English royalty thing. If they did a, <laughs> if they did a comic strip about, like, it, it, uh, basically Hagar, but English royalty, it would be like, here's my daughter. He's like, she's 16 and still not married to her brother. <laughs> Hagar, it'd be Hagar Habsburg the Horrible. <laughs> Just, just an entire comic about Charles the Bewitched. <laughs> That'd be great. Which was the one who was growing out of his brother's chest? Oh my god! <laughs> that was Quattro. That was Quattro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, oh, the so, so man, we're coming up with all these great ideas. We should write yeah. the key features. <laughs> Dear King Features, please make comics worth buying again and also make ours. Yeah, exactly. It's like we got we got some we got a million great ideas. First of I, all, you know, what? I feel like if they if they had if they'd been smart, they would have seen the writing on the wall and newspapers would have started a gradual transition over the last 10 years to being mostly comics, to being comics with a side order of news. Honestly, yeah. Um, if the newspapers had been smart, they would have done a lot of things differently. For That's one true. thing, they wouldn't have spent 20 years basically being like, nah, oh, why does everyone have to go on the internet? We don't like it. Oh, it makes my tummy This internet hurt. stuff is a flash in the pan. Yeah. It'll boil over any day now. Their whole thing. I love how newspapers are like, okay, here's the problem. Everyone is now getting their news for free online, but what if we made them pay to see our news. Yeah. What if we made them pay, pay to see our local news, which is all like, ah, local little league team uh, has fun they, because people it, will definitely pay for that. It's an X file. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it's just, that's, that's the thing is like they do that. Or um, the other thing that they like to do where they're, uh, where, where they just have like, ah, oh, but people will definitely come to our page. Cause we have a million pop-ups and people love that. Um, oh yeah, and don't forget, actually, and don't forget, actually, vetted news sources like the Guardian UK or even the New York Times or the, you know, they're always always hidden behind a paywall. Oh, but uh, 
you know, we, you know, we can read an article about this for free. The Daily Lib Owner. That's right. Well, see, it's like, well, I got to pay for news. Alex Jones is giving it away for free. <laughs> uh, they have so much exclusive news that you can't read anywhere else. That's right. It's like, whoa, no one else is reporting this very important story about the gay frogs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but no, um, the, the com, yeah, they, they newspaper is basically just dragged their feet. And now their entire business model is let's really hope that old people who don't know the Internet exists never die. COVID what? Oh, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Boy, I wouldn't want to be in the newspapers now. Is there face I, I wouldn't want to be in the newspapers 20 years ago. Yeah, man. Uh, what a dying business. Uh, well, they shouldn't have sucked. Anyway, <laughs> back to Hagar. Um, yes. What else is there? What's going on else in Hagar? There was more okay, stuff. Okay, so now we get a bunch of visual gags of him trying to uh, teach trying to teach uh, Hamlet uh, big, you know, how to be a big strapping Viking. And he's really bad with the uh, bow and arrow. And he's really bad at, I don't know. What else does he do besides the bow and arrow? I think they do some catapult stuff. Oh, right. Catapulting. That's right. Cause that's like, uh, throw, launching yourself out of a catapult was like uh, something they did. It's on the school grounds. It's a very Viking thing. I believe. Did did they do that? I don't I don't know. I, just, um, I know well, they. I know. I'm guessing that Vikings probably didn't have siege engines, so they needed some way to get over walls. Yeah. Well, since my knowledge, well, my knowledge of Vikings comes from Hagar the Horrible, and Hagar the Horrible <laughs> says they did. So therefore, uh, very circular logic. Um, yes. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Like, if only if it was Heathcliff the Horrible, then we could have things like him flying down on a blimp or uh, riding a <laughs> drone. Okay, I would like to see him. Uh, yeah, I would like to see Heathcliff the Horrible, uh, evade, like siege, laying siege to a castle full of garbage apes. <laughs> Just big castle made out of trash cans. That would be cool. Man. That that would be actually. And of course, Heathcliff would just have a giant a helmet with horns that says ham on it. <laughs> Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. Man, why is there never been a Hagar Heathcliff crossover? <laughs> hey, are you listening, people behind Hagar and Heathcliff? Yeah. This is the kind of thing that will get people to buy papers. True. Next time there's a great comics to switcheroo, I mean, that's, that's yeah. really what they should be doing. Um, yeah, why don't they have that every year? Pff, yeah, why don't? Honestly, why don't? It seems kind of weird. They just yeah. like, we'll do why it once. They just, why don't they just... Uh, Exchange comics every week. <laughs> just just for just um Yeah. Actually, yeah. It'd be like Today, six chicks. Yeah. This week Dick Brown draws Dilbert. This week Scott Adams draws for better or for worse. This that that would actually be pretty that would actually make the comics funny. <laughs> um Okay, so <clears throat> so hey so basically while Hagar is trying to teach Hamlet how to be a Viking. Honey is also trying to teach Loot how to be a Viking. That's right. I'd forgotten that part. And um, this is good. I, I like the part where Honey demonstrates how to eat like a big cartoon ham. But yeah, she takes a giant hunk yeah. out of it, like like Thudbutt eating that invisible ham. Yeah, it's good, but it's also like, oh yeah, there's no payoff here. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, Ta-da, here's how you eat. Yeah. Then <laughs> then they um. Like all these Vikings show up to woo her and they have a big fight, but Loot is also there and, you know, wearing a helmet trying to be a Viking under, 
you know, using Honey's instructions doesn't work out very well for him. They throw him out. Yeah, and can, and thoughtfully, they throw him out feet first rather than head first by his request. Yeah. Um, and then, so Hagar, I think, thinks everything is going good, but it turns out it's not because his kids are not happy. His kids are miserable. And I, and so being, you know, being the kind of man he is, he goes to the bar because that's how you deal with your problems when you're a man of the sixties. I mean, middle ages. Yeah. And so he goes to the bar and his, and it's, it's kind of, this is a thing that you see a lot where somebody is voicing their complaints with their kids and somebody says, yeah, those are some pretty rotten kids. And Hagar's like, how dare you? Yeah. And that's kind of his turning point where he realizes that he should accept his kids for what they are. You know, he says like, they're not weird. They're just different. Maybe it's, but maybe it's good. Maybe the things they like are good. You know, so, maybe you know. I don't understand them, but that's okay. Yeah, which, you know, is is a good lesson. I mean, I, I yes. like that. It's um and Hagar decides that uh it's, that it's it, a very entry level lesson, but at the same yeah, time, it everyone is. needs an entry level thing, you know? Yeah. You know, you know, not not everyone can start with uh I don't know, what's the scariest horror movie you ever saw? Um The Ring. The Ring? Yeah, not everyone can start with the ring. Some people might need to start with Cabin in the Woods, and that's okay. Yeah, as long as they keep going. <laughs> as long as they graduate. But anyway, um, no, I, I kid. Um, but uh, it is, I do, I did, I was, I was amused at the bit where Hagar goes onto the dock to basically tell Loot, because Loot has decided he's going to leave town to parts foreign because it's, yeah. there's no place for him in this Viking society. And he's yes. there with like a little sign that says, you know, parts unknown or something, you know, trying to hitch a ride. And Hagar basically tells him, like, look, come back, marry my daughter, it's fine. And he's he's all like, I can't believe I'm saying this to a guy who's so dumb, he thinks he can hitch a ride on a boat. And then a boat comes by and is like, you're going somewhere? And I was kind of like, oh, it's, it's amusing. It, it's yeah, not- I... This is what this is what I'm talking about as well. This is what raises Hagar from the level of croc to something something better. Is that there are bits, there are there are pockets of sweetness in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and then it kind of it it ends with Hagar. It actually kind of a nice scene where Hagar goes home, talks to Hamlet, and finds that there's a book in Hamlet's bed, and asks Hamlet to to read it to him. It's kind of sweet. I mean, yeah, and it's actually a book that would have existed at that time, Aesop's Fables. That's right. And it's funny because Hamlet reads like one line and instantly falls asleep. So, um, but then Hagar goes into his, you know, to Helga and is all like, can you believe it's like the end of civilization? Kids will be reading and doing homework and marrying guys you don't smell. Oh, I don't know. You know, it's like, well, it's all started here. We've got a lot to answer for in the future. And it's it's funny because, as you know, today in the future, a, a husband who doesn't smell is very prized and children do read. They do learn to read and do homework. So Hagar was correct. Those are things that did change since the Viking times. No, but the really sweet part is that he kind of shyly hands the book to Helga and is like, can you finish the story for me? I want to find out what happens to the tortoise. That's cute. And it's interesting to realize that Helga is literate. Yeah. And so that's, that's interesting. I mean, do they, 
they probably did have uh, gender segregated schools if they if at all they had schools. So she what? probably went to a Mrs. Viking Academy where she learned to read. Wait, I, I just have a I have a theory. Go on. Helga is actually uh, English royalty who Hagar kidnapped during one of his pillages and brought home in a bag. Oh my god. You know? You've cracked the code. Wow. Actually, if they made if they made a, a gritty Hagar movie, that would definitely be, you know, part of the backstory. Or even a non-gritty one. Even a movie like, you know, John Goodman's Flintstones. You could still include that, and it would still be more plot than Hagar the Horrible had ever had. That's true. I mean they just they would just have they just have the flashback where Hagar Helga's like, remember our honeymoon? And it's a flashback to like Hagar like walking into his ship away from a burning castle with like Helga over his shoulder, you know, um, screaming like a singed cat. Let me go. Let me go. Let me yeah, go. Exactly. And they cut back to him, cut back to him. Like you were such a sweet talker. So, yeah, <laughs> man, this writes itself. Yeah, we should, we should write Dick Browning and be like, Hey, we'd like to uh, write the Hagar, the horrible movie. Yes. Please send us a check. Yep. Um, so this, you know, all in all this special, it's, you know, it's, uh, I'll say this for it. It's not like, it's, it's an amusing trifle. You know, there's not a lot there, but it's fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was it, kind it of, it was nice to see the characters at all. I mean, oh, and since I was so, I was, since I was so pleased with uh, Peter Cullen as his voice, I will say that it didn't, it didn't strike me as weird this time that Hagar didn't have any kind of, of uh, Scandinavian accent. It just sounded normal. It just, but it didn't sound like, you know, some random guy they dug out of the mailroom doing his voice, like in uh, the Fantastic Funnies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the voices in this, they felt right. Uh, everyone yes. seemed pretty on, pretty much like what I would expect um, them to sound like. And the whole thing, it was pretty charming. You know, I, I, yeah. I thought it was cute. Um, it is, it, it's what, it, like you said, it's very, it's very much like the Hagar comic strip. I feel like it is probably the best, the most, the best and truest adaptation that you would expect in the animated format. And I also thought it was interesting because, like, you know, I had such a bad reaction to Pogo. You know, yeah, Pogo was. It's it's strange. Pogo is full of things that I want to like about it, but they just didn't come together. Yeah, I feel like because this maybe because this was way shorter and less ambitious that yeah. it just kind of you know there was less to hate about it. And but the but the Pogo special that you didn't watch was also qu quite short and unambitious, and it didn't work either. Hmm. Maybe Hagar is just better than Pogo. Wow! Oh my God, we are gonna get hate mail. <laughs> oh, from... that that take. Was... We're gonna get hate mail from Bill Watterson. I was gonna say that's a burning hot take. That's a that's a <laughs> that's a piping hot take. <laughs> it's a nuclear take. <laughs> it's a galaxy brain take. Yeah, I was gonna but... say like everyone out there, like you heard it here first. Hagar the horrible is should be in the Cartoon Hall of Fame. Kick kick Pogo out. Kick Pogo to the curb. Psh. Kick that drunken Irish bastard Walt Kelly out of the uh, uh, Hall of Fame. Put that drunken Scandinavian bastard Dick Brown in. <laughs> I, at least you can read Hagar. At least it isn't full of nonsense language that you have to uh, 
you have to parse syllable by syllable to figure out what they're saying. Oh man, can you imagine if Hagar was a comic strip like from the 1920s or before, back when oh, that Lord. was the thing? It would just be all like kind of pigeon Norwegian with like made up letters that are like, you know, like like an O with an X through it or like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Oh man, it would just be, you wouldn't be able to read anything. You'd just be like, oh, he's speaking in runes. Oh, oh and af- if it had come out after the Muppet show, everyone would uh, talk like the Swedish chef. Yeah. Actually, did did this come out? This did come out past the Muppet show. Oh, you mean well, the original? I mean, this like, did, yeah, but the comic but the strip. strip. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, thank God. Thank God the comic was when it was, or else it could yeah. have been so much. Well, uh, it would be, I won't say worse, but so much extra. Yeah. There's, I mean, I, maybe that's what, maybe that's what's appealing about Hagar is how bare bones it is. Yeah. You know, you're right. I was thinking like, we were kind of like knocking it for being so incredibly like, uh, simple and barely sketched out. But yeah, maybe if it was like one of these ostentatious filled to the brim chicken fat strips, it would just, you know, collapse under its own weight. Yeah, I mean, some like returning to the serial metaphor, some car- some comics seem to regard themselves as the toy inside. Yeah, looking at you, Frank Cho. <laughs> or not Frank Cho. I was going to who is who's the nine chickweed lane guy? Uh it's isn't that Frank Cho? Maybe it is know. Frank Cho. Well, they never had an anime special, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll probably talk about uh no no Frank Cho is Liberty Meadows sorry Meadows okay Are, um, they aren't don't which is okay which is the one that's okay same guy who draws Pibgorn that's Nine Chickweed Lane that's that it guy is? it okay, is yes yeah. Um, yeah and I don't we still don't know closer to his name yeah that's what your dad likes right yeah my dad likes Pibgorn <laughs> oh god it is you know no that that scans that's a very dad thing to like I feel like <laughs> it is it is yes yeah. You know, it's, it's a very dad thing to like where you can kind of be on the down low about about uh, the horny parts. Yeah, exactly. I've never read Pibgorn, so I don't know how it compares to Nine Chickweed Lane. I wish, well, you know what? I kind of wish that there was an anime special because we could talk forever about Nine Chickweed Lane. It's <laughs> it's a comic with issues. Um, Big issues. Yeah. But anyway, um, is there anything else we should say about Hagar the Horrible, the comic or the special? Do you feel that uh, Hagar could uh, could support a series? You know, he probably honestly, yeah, he could. Uh, it would just be exactly like any other uh, animated family series. You know, the Flintstones, the Roman Holidays. Yeah. The, um, wait wait till, till your father, your father gets, gets home. Gets home. Yeah. yeah. The Barclays. The Barclays. Uh, oh God. There, there are others, I'm sure. You know. Um, because oh the Jetsons of course that was yeah, another the one Jetsons. yeah I can't believe I forgot the Jetsons um, <laughs> but yeah it's basically would be like that so I don't honestly it's kind of surprising they never optioned Hagar for a series well I guess there was well no 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 because I, I was I was about to say that that would mean they would have to uh, get all the others but it occurs to me that out of the serial piece uh, strips Hagar is the only one that's about a family. Beetle yeah. Bailey is a workplace comedy, and so is Croc and BC. God, I don't know what their relationship is. Yeah, that's are they. I guess they're a tribe. Are they a tribe? I guess the tribe, a gang, a clique. I don't know. They 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 just 
again, they're the only they're the only ten people alive left in this world that uh, that Am has crafted for them. So mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, and what I know I'm I know I'm forgetting one tumbleweeds. That's not there's no family in that either. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean you're right. The only one that really fits the mold of uh, the sitcom because of course by by the '80s all sitcoms were about families. So yeah, unless you're oh, making but, Cheers. But you're right. There are other there are other sitcom formats, which means that. Oh God! You could reimagine BC in live action as a as a clone of Friends, couldn't you? Yeah, that's true. And I guess Croc Croc would just be The Office. Yeah, <laughs> and Beetle Bailey would be Futurama. Yeah, there there you go. See, I guess anything can be a TV show. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we uh, we solved that problem. You're welcome, <laughs> King Feature Syndicates. You can just yeah. leaving money on the table, but whatever. Seriously. We weren't here to tell you, but you know, I I mean, we we make so much money for them just by just by caring, and yeah. they they can't even be asked to do that. That's right. I mean, you know, they haven't even, they haven't even responded to my secret centaur uh, pitch. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, I think that's that's it for Hagar. So um, that's it for Hagar. Does does he have a catchphrase or something we can yell? He's like, "Don't you believe it?" Oh yeah, that's right. I guess the. the the special ends with, uh, like I said, the narrator says, the era of the Vikings officially came to a close with the formation of England in 1066. And Hagar leans out of the book and says, <laughs> don't you believe it? So I guess that implies, does that imply still the age of the Viking? I'm not really sure what he's implying there, but okay. Well, Hagar. maybe maybe he's implying that uh, it's, you know, things aren't that different after all, and it still is the age of the Viking in a way, because we still have we're still dealing with the same problems today. You might say that we're all we've all got a little Viking in us. Or on the other hand, you might be suggesting that the Vikings are still alive and they might be coming to take back their territory when at the at any moment. So uh watch your back. They've all been frozen like in the Garfield uh nine lives. <laughs> they work <laughs> today as been... plumbers. <laughs> They've all been hiding behind the furniture like Bob the Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. All right, I'm going to pause. I'm going to cut it right there. Yeah.